0: This is Florence Whitingale, and you are listening to Today's Boondoggle on Domain Cleveland Radio.
1: Thank you for tuning into this week's edition of Today's Boondoggle. Domain Cleveland Entertainment is a veteran-owned and operated entertainment cornucopia of nonsensical shenanigans. You can find interesting interviews, music news, entertainment information, and just about everything else in between. Thank you again for tuning into the show here at Domain Cleveland. Hey, everybody, it's Bill Bailey. Today's Boondoggle on Domain Cleveland Radio, and I wanted to introduce you to this very special edition uh monday night news type program that we are starting here at today's boondoggle uh it'll be hosted by our regular guest mr flo white dropping knowledge with uh, a friend of his that uh, attended these uh jack smith patriot classes with him uh in the past uh brian And uh, they have some really good conversations in these episodes. They're going to be dropping some serious knowledge, so prepare to be red-pilled, my friends. And uh, without further ado, I introduce to you Monday Night Jack here on today's Boondog.
0: special guest actually he's probably going to be a lifelong co-host if we continue doing this brian um and say help talking to the mic you got your own mic (laughs) yeah certainly do yeah so we this show is an attempt to honor jack smith and um we and me and brian have been students of jack for quite some time Um, Brian, go ahead and say something. Make sure you're coming in. Uh,
2: am I loud and clear? Yeah. A little, a little bit more. All right. Well, yeah, as he said, we're students of Jack's for many years. Uh, we met, uh, in Jack's class, actually, nearly heard me talking on a mic number of times and, uh, and therefore, uh, decided, uh, I might be able to help him with certain things. Yeah, and speaking of help, um
0: I had been going to Jack for years uh prior to meeting Brian. Um and I had always longed to have uh somebody around my age group that I could talk to, hang out with because, you know, everybody else was like 10, 20, 30 years older than me. So, I think it was about ten years after I started going to Jack. I think Brian started. Do you remember what time you started going to Jack? Do you remember the year, Brian?
2: I do believe it was two thousand three April or two thousand three uh-huh and uh yeah, I started listening uh I received a bunch of tapes from uh another friend of ours, and uh got to listen to two or three years in a Monday night classes before I went there and uh as I went there. It used to be uh, a gathering of roughly 20, 20 people weekly yeah it was know.
0: uh it was pretty popular in the olden days it seems like in the past 10 years the group uh the physical group got smaller and smaller and smaller
2: yeah uh i would say there was like 15 people who came on a regular basis die hard mm-hmm. a while, and you would have generally different people coming through and visiting and stopping in and Generally, uh, as you would say, uh, wanting to hear the, the latest and greatest silver bullet, you know.
0: Right. That's what tended – I was going to interject and, and say, yeah, it seems like what would happen is is uh, some some individual out in the patriot community would come up with a new procedure to either pay your bills or to declare some form of independence or sovereignty, some new information – uh, Jack would start uh, regurgitating it and sharing it and tweaking it to his appeal and people would come thinking it was the latest, greatest technology and that's what could get them out of trouble. So yeah, it was always a silver bullet that seemed to get the classes uh, bigger in a sense.
2: Yeah, but what it, uh, what attracted me to Jack was the, the go-to-peace method. When uh, I first was introduced to uh, the study of redemption, law, or, and that nature, uh, out of a curiosity over what happened in 9-11. Uh, and so, I, and a number of other issues I was going through at that time. <coughs> Excuse me. But, uh, yeah, when, uh, when listening and going to the classes, uh, I got the sense that a lot of people were doing the same thing I was doing, which was actually taking things and studying uh independently, so to speak, by going to law libraries and things of that nature. I was a lot surprised that a lot of people in the group generally just listened to Jack and, and a few other speakers and went to seminars. Uh but uh <clears throat> I think that was the main reason why the numbers would whittle down from here and there. But uh, the Monday night class and what you know, like I said, what attracted me uh, to that was the fact that when you uh, listen to Jack speak, he was always uh, teaching to go to peace, and to settle the accounts, and not fight and argue, as so many people do. And when, when, well, when you don't know what's going on, and that's generally where it leads to a fight and an argument. You know, in court with dealing with their legal issues and and other other financial problems, uh, and a whole gamut of other things. So Jack's class was a really good uh, research, a research class to go to. It wasn't a class like you would go to at a a school or something where, you know, a beginner comes there and starts studying and you work your way up uh, grades to, uh, uh, well, to graduation or fruition. Uh, Basically what it was. Yeah, nobody ever
0: graduated.
2: No, uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh. Uh, what it was was more or less uh a helping hand for people who jumped in and were dealing with a lot of things legally, whether it be their house their car or other finance things or or you know uh, divorce or something to do with
0: and, and let me children. dovetail back is to this is where the whole silver bullet theory comes into play because a lot of times people would come to Jack after they had spent everything they had on attorneys. <laughs> and mortgaged their home and did all sorts of st- – and they had nothing left to shoot for except for some guy on the west side of Cleveland that was teaching this kind of stuff. So they would come to the class. Yes.
2: Yeah. And, and <clears throat> Jack would always put out theories and concepts mm-hmm. to help them uh, achieve a, a reasonable remedy to their dilemma, Okay, which is a very hard thing to do some people actually studied some people didn't some people like neil said uh didn't never heard of jack or anything until after tragedy has uh struck right so you know it's hard to learn when you know something that might take anywhere from two to 20 years to, to really get a good understanding yes and, and it depends because everybody learns at a different level and a different rate uh but uh <clears throat> You know, the class was very excellent for that. Uh, It was, I used it as research material. Because I figured when I first got the tapes and started listening to Jack, I said, wow, I I heard other speakers. When I was privy to his tapes, I was privy to a number of other speakers as well. And when listening to them, uh, I wouldn't say Jack sounded like he knew a lot more. Uh... But definitely made more sense in the fact that, well, if you're going to live in a society, why would you want to be in a constant warfare with it? And that's basically what uh, society has done with the general population or citizenry. has turned them into enemies. And that's why everybody's having a lot of difficult times. And Jack was just trying to make a lot of sense of it. But he was a, very, a stickler getting people to have more of an understanding of administrative procedures. And uh, the best thing about that is this, is that's the basis of anything or any process that you're going to do, because these are laws and rules that are recognized internationally, world-round, okay, of how to communicate and settle out issues uh, of any manner. And so, once you due under-
0: process, giving notice, notice, notice that we yes. talked
2: about all the time. Yes, mm-hmm. it, the reason for that is so important because once you understand that, then that applies for anything that you are involved with in the commercial legal world. And on top of that, it teaches you and shows you how to how to create a proper record that can be recognized. In any jurisdiction, and that's the key is uh <clears throat> being able to keep a good record that is not just basically mere hearsay he said she said and uh that's the pretty much the answer to most most people's problems is understanding them two things uh, and Jack would expound on that uh in many different ways. Uh, But the administrative procedure in its basic form is very simple, okay, as well as uh, the record-keeping. It's just as detailed as you want to get because everybody's situation is different. Everybody's paperwork and process will be be tailored directly to their issue because it wasn't a class where you go and Jack tells you how to fill out your paperwork. He's teaching you the nuts and bolts, and what you had to basically do and what one ought to do is sit back and think about all these things that you learned.
0: One of the things he would always say is, uh, we can help you get a contract if you can keep it.
2: Yeah. I was just thinking about that on the way up here, actually, and that's basically what uh, Benjamin Franklin said. We've given you a republican you form, it, yeah, of government, a republican right. form of government, if you can keep it. Now that's an interesting thing, right there. It's a form of republic, not a republic. A republic is very difficult to manage, very difficult uh, to handle because if you have a population of three hundred million people, okay, you have to. Just to pass one little law or one little uh, agreed rule, you have to uh, have an anonymous or basically a unanimous vote of the 300 million people. Mm. Very cumbersome, very difficult to do. So, uh, <clears throat> and not only that, uh, uh, Too complex. Uh, I think it's only been done once uh, in Rome, and uh, that turned into a democracy, okay, uh, eventually. And went even worse. We did a little bit differently, but people got to understand that uh, the Constitution and all these things are only pertaining to commerce and legal side. Which is pretty interesting when you when you look back in, at our history. And you see that what we call the Founding Fathers and the Founding Document is actually a Chapter 11 bankruptcy of uh, Articles of Confederacy. Which is the original American company. Which is something that's not talked about but... It's come up in recent times again uh with uh Trump and uh the new administration uh with uh our attorney General Barr and a number of others uh who are now some miraculously appearing to be upholding the Constitution after it was basically uh all but uh, a couple of articles or amendments of it uh uh, suspended
0: Now uh, that that brings me to something We've talked about a lot uh, Over the past few months especially um, is, And then to Also talking about Q A lot of people are very disappointed with Q um, But um, Let's uh, Like you're one of my few Friends who Is well not only First of all you're like one of my Only friends that is is uh is versed enough in in the law and jack smith stuff and the understanding to see what is going to understand what might be going on behind the scenes jack used to always say uh it's not what they say it's what they do uh he'd also say um it's not what you do it's the way that you do it remember that yes and um (laughs) and so like you're um You have been really positive over this, especially since the COVID thing started, compared to a lot of other friends. Um, I've got, we've got, I've got my buddy Greg that works for You Know Who, and, um, they seem to have pulled the pin on the whole Q thing. They think that Q is just, uh, part of the plan to, uh, uh, make the, Hardcore patriots in the country stand down while we go through this final phase of 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 the totalitarian global government. And um, your you seem very happy because you we talk about all the different things behind the scenes that would make one think, well, gee whiz, that's something that happens in a Republican form of government where Trump gives all the power to the states. Um, you know, he's, he's taken over the, or he's restructuring the Federal Reserve Bank. Um, you know, so, so what are your thoughts on that, Brian?
2: Well, my thoughts on Q, uh, is basically his timeline that people want to go through. Uh, and, you know, it is, is scattered. In other words, it's not in order. So a lot of people are going to be disappointed when they expect certain things to happen and they find out that these certain things might not happen for another year or two because this is a long-run process. But what what I'm basically happy about, with what I see, is something a long time coming. And uh, with uh, with society here and the so-called government which is really has been uh always a corporation from its inception uh when uh you go back in history you find that basically uh America wasn't discovered by Columbus and many people were coming here long hundreds of years before Columbus it was well known uh the kings in Europe there in Britain uh one to annex uh, the riches of America, uh, the resources. And uh, so as numbers of years went by, and they see nobody was setting up colonies where most people would adopt it, the, the Native Indians method of, of living and uh, ideologies which weren't as primitive as we were led to believe Mm. for the five-nation Iroquois uh, were recognized internationally and traded internationally for a long time. And uh, the American uh, people basically joined into the Indian tribes. So that's why you had a, a lot of Indian Cherokees who had Welsh blood and you know, in them um, and and number of other... Uh, Don't want to get off topic, but you brought up in the past
0: to me looking at old maps of parts of this country and there were cities where when there shouldn't have been cities.
2: Yeah. Uh, there are what I've seen, old maps uh, from the 1600s, 1500s, which show a different landscape, no five lakes, one big river that runs through there and all the way down to California. Yeah, uh, parts of California that were basically separated as an island. Uh, different different uh, things, but what's interesting in the whole map making is they weren't as accurate in design and study, but when you see four or five different map makers make the same exact type of map or same looking with the attributes that there's a river running from uh, east all the way to South you know southern wise to the west then you, you realize that something changed you yeah, know okay
0: well let, let's not get off into another topic let's go back to uh why do you think we're going back to a, uh, a constitutional republic well uh it, and that is based on I believe that that idea is based on if trump su- succeeds and makes it into another term well you can't you
2: we'll see the fulfillment of that you have to right? understand understand how this all started this all started with the, the mayflower compact and to make it basically short is uh the king uh through many uh <clears throat> many of his uh abilities made it very difficult on people religious wise uh financially and uh made it look promising here to, uh, to start off in you in america so a lot of people took that bait and uh big loans were given to these people because they couldn't afford to get here on their own they had no money to go on ships and, and, and rearrange their whole lives so there was an agreement made an unconscionable contract as you would say uh to where okay we'll loan you a dollar you pay me back a million dollars you know something of that nature and uh what happened is when the People come here, uh, a lot of lives were lost just on the route here, and a lot more were lost once they got here. Uh, They were supposed to return all three ships loaded with some kind of commodity, gold, silver, or something else. Beaver pelt. Uh, Something of of value. And uh, they sent them back with rocks. So from (laughs) the beginning, uh,
0: we were debtors. Well, uh, yeah. Debtors coming over here. The Mayflower
2: Compact, which was was under the Virginian Company, Okay, which was owned by the British Crown and uh, and some others, obviously. Uh, but, uh, so it was set up to be 13 plantations uh, initially, okay. And the people, well, they were a little bit disobedient, didn't think it was fair. Uh, and uh, truly didn't understand... Uh, uh, I would say legal mumbo-jumbo at the time or the agreement. But once they got here and did actually start uh, colonizing, as it's called, and they really started to feel the oppression of the British king on taxes, whatnot. And they wanted to definitely be independent. And so by rights, they had all the rights to do that, uh, <clears throat> although they did owe uh, the British crown something for, you know, their time and energy to, for the uh, Mayflower Compact to come here. Now, uh, when they started the, the colonization, the colonization understood that they need to have, uh, even though they were independent in every way, needed to band together for protection purposes and to be recognized in the commercial, uh, in the commercial realm internationally so they could do trade and so that's where you know your articles of confederacy come in is the the american people wanted that company to come into play and the only way they could achieve that through the five nation indian uh iroquois indians uh which helped us uh the american people be recognized internationally Sadly, we put British officers in control of our corporation. Mm. And when we did that, they bankrupted it in a short period of time. Under the guise, well, it's an an insufficient way of operating, okay, and this and that, and we need something different. But really what it was is these British officers uh, got us into a revolutionary war, basically. Uh, And, uh, took out great large loans to use mostly well for the war but a lot of them for their own personal gain and needs and what it was is by the time the constitution come around the constitution was really the refinancing of the payment of of them loans yeah yeah uh because uh You know, all the loans they took out, uh, the American people had no understanding or no knowledge of that. Or at least there's no record that shows that, you know. And so when we started the Constitution, we were given a Republican form, which wasn't a bad gig, okay. But the sole purpose was, was for this Constitution was to create companies to generate a revenue, for two-thirds of it to be sent off to Britain as a repayment. And uh, what ended up happening is that ended up being breached by the 1850s with the northern states uh, going into another contract with international bankers, which was a violation of the Constitution, and forfeited all their property. Then the South did the same thing. When that happened, the Congress and the Senate basically were left with no property to oversee, manage in the corporation. So they adjourned, signed, he died. And uh, and Lincoln's administration, right at the beginning of Lincoln's administration, so what he had to do under executive order is he... Put in a new Congress and a new Senate, which are nothing but mayor advisory panels, okay, to the chief executive and command. And so we've been running under uh, a state of emergency and uh, war power. So since. is that when
0: the United States uh, municipal service provider went into full effect in a sense? Because Jack always explained because there was no lawful government, there was a sine die, there was no legitimate government in in place to do anything, Uh, but the North or the Union realized that we still have to do international business, so I've always been under the understanding that that's when they created the United States, when it was always the United States of America, whether uppercase U or lowercase U or capital T or lowercase T, (coughs) and that... That began the Fictional Corporation. And then you you have the Lieber Code. Yes. uh, And the 13th and 14th Amendments, Mm -hmm. you know, and the creation of the U.S. citizen.
2: And the Communist Manifesto.
0: Well, tell me about... Okay, well, don't... Yeah, go ahead. What do you mean (laughs) the Communist Manifesto? Well, Well, this
2: all ties in at the same time. uh, uh, The Communist Manifesto was was 1848. Yeah, when they were thinking... Yeah, yeah. And when you... (laughs) Go through what the uh, Emergency and War Powers Act and the Lieberman Code and the National Banking Acts that went into play, you see that it fall fell right under all ten planks of the so-called Communist Manifesto. Right, like no ownership of
0: property. Yes, and, yeah,
2: and that was the beginning. See, the Republic uh, it never uh, the F- Republican form of government never come to an end. But it did cease operation, okay, with nobody running it and operating it. Uh, Jack would
0: always say that it runs parallel with the democracy, Yes, but in the shadows. Well, and see, it can only be accessed if you know how to access it. There's a
2: provision in the Constitution that was put there in a the state of emergency that uh, the Constitution goes basically under suspension, okay? And uh, whatever is needed to be done to restore... Uh, the, uh, the constitutional Republican form of government would be necessary to take, could possibly be taken. So when Lincoln did that, out of necessity, he had no choice, okay, because basically the Republic uh, had ceased operations with nobody to come back and operate it because there was not, not, no property to operate. And a corporation with no property hey, basically just sits idle. And... Uh, This had happened due to the breach of the contract. And it was never laid out what the rules were going to be until that point, you see, of what happens under a state of emergency. And the War Powers Act is very interesting. And so is the Lieberman Code because you find out under the War Powers Act, we're come under military control. Mm -hmm. And uh, you find out it's basically maritime law, international law. And uh, you, this is what the democracy is, okay? It's a, like you said, it's a parallel running system. And I liken it to two ships. Well, everybody jumped off one ship and was cruising on another ship. And whenever they wake up and find out, oh, the last ship was better, maybe they'll jump back on it. Mm-hmm. But really, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just uh, the two ships. It's just... Who's in control. When you're on one ship, you have very little control, where on the other ship, you have total control. Yeah. You see.
0: Well, you know, um, we're both in agreement that when Trump came in, he made those statements he was going to drain the swamp, and he told everybody in the inauguration that he was going to give the government back to the people, and you had Obama and Hillary sitting behind him. And, you know, we know that if he were to go full bore and attack the deep state... Um At the time He probably wouldn't have gotten anywhere He would have uh, been called out A tyrannical dictator immediately Like Q keeps saying People can't learn the truth They have to be shown the truth Yes And I I still I still believe that Q is Is military intelligence to the people and especially, like, I was going over the X-22 report, which mm-hmm. we've been watching for probably, I think the guys had that show for almost a decade now. At least I remember it before Trump came around. I used to watch him years before Trump. But um, we both enjoy that. Me and you and our friend in Akron, we talk mm-hmm. about it a lot. And um, what what shock? you know, we always hear with Q, we say, you know, the future proves past. And like you mm-hmm. said earlier, like, he'll post something that, has no relevance until, like, right now. And I didn't know this, but I I heard... You remember when Ruth Boehner Ginsburg? if you watched the last X-22, I think he talks about this, um, where Q was posting stuff about hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. And about how um, it could be used for cancer, different, like, pancreatic cancer, which I believe... Um, the one Supreme things, yes. Court justice has. Well, basically, and, and, they, and they believe it's rumored that she has been using hydroxychloroquine uh-huh. um, for this. But, you know, here again, the future proves the past. Like he's talking about something like I never heard of hydroxychloroquine until until this whole uh, pandemic.
2: Uh, neither have I, to tell you the truth. And uh, the re- one of the reasons why we've never heard of it is it's like so many other things. Is, They're suppressed. Well, it, it's totally suppressed for the simple the fact that in it. it undoes a, a program that they've been running for 100 years that yeah. brings them a lot of funding. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh. And anything that undermines... You know the system has to go. Can't have yeah, competition. You, you, see, <clears throat> the republic is the opposite of what we have, or, or I shouldn't say the opposite, but is almost like a mirrored image, uh, but in a reverse manner. What what, the, what you do in the public uh, in a democracy and uh, what's done in uh, a public in, in, a, in a republic are kind of totally different. Okay, in a manner. Uh, one, and I'll explain it in this manner, there's two purposes that you, you could have a king, okay? One is where you, a number of people, agree to appoint somebody to perform certain duties, okay? Kind of like a trustee. Yes, and then there's another manner where basically a group of people, subjects themselves... And everything they have to Re- one relinquish. guy. Yeah, yeah relinquished. Uh, everything they have to one guy to make all their decisions for them. Okay. And, well, that's basically a democracy. Okay. <laughs> and, the pro, you know, the former there is a republic form of government. That's the big difference. One is the people have say. The other is corporations dictate everything.
0: One of your favorite phrases um, that might relate to this is all people want to do, let's say like everybody's a prisoner, right? Mm -hmm. All the prisoners want to do is rebel and break down the old prison only to create a new prison.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. A more comfortable prison. A so more to comfortable speak. prison, yeah. 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 To more light and to their taste. <laughs> uh-huh. and, and really, you know, <clears throat> we've been given a, a great big deal of land to run around on a free and enjoy what was there. And sometime in the past, Lord only knows when, okay, uh, we decided that, uh, well, we didn't like what we had, and we're going to start changing this thing. And I think that's caused a chain reaction. That's caused nothing but change to continue on into the point we have now to where uh, it it has grown to the part where even our own system of corporation and doing business has turned tyrannical against us and, you know, in in the danger of being wiped out. Because what I can say about a a lot of people I hear on YouTube, a lot of channels, uh, you know, uh, I... Was telling my buddy neil here uh the this is like 10 years uh behind yeah and well what, we learned in yeah, our class and, yeah and what's going on in current events i mean you know <clears throat> we watched what uh a lot of people like to call new world order the globalists take over well basically that's been going on <laughs> since the constitution okay yeah. you know uh and uh it, it once, you know, like I said, once Lincoln went de facto, okay, in a state of emergency of this nature, he had all the intentions of reverting us back. It's That's the reason why the poor chap was took out. I wonder, and, and I'm, nobody, not, no, I'm, I'm no, not
0: too familiar with Caesar, but didn't Caesar have the same intentions? Um, Came in to clean up the swamp, in a sense? I don't know enough about that. So I have to me, think about audience. that,
2: because yeah. there were actually a number of Caesars, but yeah... Uh, yeah, I would, uh, you know, have to look into right. that a little bit more well, because I, my memory, cup runneth over, let me tell yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> well, like, you know,
0: also, um, the cabal, like, look at the similarities with what Lincoln's kind of dealing with and what Trump's kind of dealing with. The, one of the, the best Jack Smith classes we had, and I still have the cassette tape somewhere because this uh-huh. is back during cassette tape time. Yeah. We went over a book. I think it was called Lincoln, Good or Bad. And it went over um, a lot of the things that Lincoln dealt with. And I'm doing this all from memory, but uh, he shut down over 300 newspapers. And I can only imagine that he was probably dealing with fake news as well. Oh, most definitely. He was probably dealing with, and look at who it was that supposedly assassinated him, the Democrats. Yeah. You know? Oh, well, definitely. Uh, I have to agree. Uh <clears throat> I also think he put out arrest warrants for the whole legislature for the state of Maryland or something?
2: He did something new that they themselves, when basically structuring the Constitution and a repayment plan, didn't really think thoroughly through what could be or how things could be done in a state of emergency. So there's no provisions in the Constitution other than you go into a state of emergency. It's basically... You know, you choose from there. Yeah. Well, the president then becomes where a Republic, basically the president is control over the uh, federation, so to speak, you know, the confederacy, which is he's in control of protecting the states. Okay. Making sure fair trade is happening between different states commerce. and internationally. Yeah. You see, and the whole purpose is protection. That's it. Not to dictate exactly how states can operate in business. That was the governor, okay, that were the head of the, uh, the mother corporation of that country. Now, that, that leads now, back to – go ahead, Now, Art. let me say this because this very, uh, very uh, thing needs to be understood is what we call states is basically a corporate version of a country. So, when we talk about the state of Ohio, we're talking about a corporation that's seated in the country of Ohio, okay, and well, uh, the headquarters is Columbus, Ohio to be exact, okay, but it's in the country of Ohio, America is not a country, it's a continent, okay, and the U.S. is not a country either, that's a corporation, Mm. what it was from the inception and it was never meant to be a government over the people You, uh, the people adopted informed uh, the confederation under the teachings and the operations of the Indians and how the Indians function with their tribe leaders the tribe leader didn't dictate over anybody and you'll notice the Indians didn't have wars with anybody if one tri- a chap from one tribe didn't get along with another chap from another tribe, they they had to fight out one on one. It yeah. wasn't no this tribe's going to attack that tribe and this and that. They just didn't do stupid things like that. They were more peaceful people, you know. Not to say there weren't some savages. Who knows? But like the beaver pelt wars, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the great beaver pelt you wars know,
0: yeah you had they sav- were fighting over beaver pelts yeah but there was enough beaver pelts to go around probably
2: back then there, there was also the foreign <laughs> you know the foreign savages like custard you know and, yeah and stuff like that but nevertheless all right well, so well let's, let me let me go bring this forward well with that being said and understanding now that we are in a state of emergency it was a slow transition in how they changed the operation. They basically made it look like it was still a republic until all things were converted over, which at that time took a long time. They didn't, never, nobody Are ever did Are you suggesting
0: this. that this transformation is going to take a long time as well?
2: Well, the original, we, trans, years, we'll the we'll original transportation basically went from the 1860s all the way into 1933. And a little bit further, thirty eight and be, be, forties before the we whole went of into the transition that other was complete section, yeah. Okay, but you gotta understand, uh, most other countries went through the same progression. Yeah. In the same time period. Okay, so by the time uh, we went under total international law. The new deal, so to speak, the new constitution, the new yeah, way of operating the, uh, of the company. Right. That should have never happened. Okay. Mm-hmm. There was no real reason for this. Okay. To go on. But they, they gave us another system of operation. The system was a beautiful, absolutely beautiful system. Okay. Nothing wrong with it. Other than the fact that how it really works was just kept to a small number of people. And even though it's printed out, it was printed out in the manner that you have to study this quite some time, uh, like a full-time job before you're going to really understand. You're kind of getting into this legal system, yeah. Right.
0: You're you're kind of getting into, like, uh, well, you're getting into a lot of things here. But, um, like, for instance, HJR 192, which is basically the premise that uh, the government, in a sense, has to pay all our debts because they have all the money.
2: Yes. Or they took all the gold. Well, everything was surrendered. Yeah, uh, right. Everything was surrendered when they made authorizations to the War, Emergency and War Power Act. They did that in 1917, and then they did it again in 1933. And when doing it in 33, really what they changed was uh, it was, in the section where it talked about the enemies, originally that was an exception. You know, the U.S. was an exception to that. That when okay,
0: you're about the, the, that was my dog over there. Forgive us, uh, uh, virtual know, audience. But yeah, uh, I got dogs snoring and passing gas in the background. What I
2: mean by exception, <laughs> in the 1917 uh, amendment, it you know stated uh, all the enemies of the state. Okay, and U.S. citizens were excluded from that list. In 1933, they added them on. And so now you have a new system that's opposing you know, the citizens of the United States.
0: I think Jack would define it as uh, the crown's ability to have foreign agents to come in and commit acts of soft warfare, extract funds and value in order to pay back the loan from that's been going on for years now
2: or the so-called yeah the so-called debt that never yeah. ever gets paid yeah. back even though they they take in millions and millions every single year for some 200 years or, or more actually more almost 250 years or so but you know they, they're taking in two-thirds of everything that that is basically generated as far as a revenue mm-hmm. okay and that's pretty much i do believe come to an end in 2000 Okay. In thirty three was basically the third set of bankruptcy. Okay.
0: Let's, let's touch base briefly on the 70-year cycle. Well, and it, we saw biblical, that with us. Yeah. yeah. Biblical, with the United States when a of nation
2: goes into servitude, there's basically a 70-year uh, period to pay it off, the debt. Okay. Whatever that may be. And so after you reached about 210 years, that that automatically is forgiven. just extinguishes, and we're at that point yes. right now,
0: I believe. Well, it actually happened it in, in 1999. Yeah, right, and then 9-11. I, yeah. And then we get into the Nassara-Gasara-type well, situation. The,
2: supposedly, Nassara was supposed to take uh, go into operation September 11, 2001. And as we know, that's the Trade Center uh, uh, attack and bombing. Or, yeah, it's imploded, actually. Yeah. Uh, and there's different ways they did it, too. Uh, but uh, when they did that, they, they put it on hold. Uh, America was supposed to revert back to a republic, which would have been an interesting transition. and uh, <clears throat> And basically all the debts were supposed to be quashed from that point on. As you see, that did not happen. What immediately happened is another state of emergency was put into effect. The Patriot uh, Act. The Patriot Act. Revision com- was, of the trading with was the Was put Act. into effect, which yeah. now became the new constitution mm. or the new operation. New okay. Lieber Code? New rules of the new corporation under the same old name. Okay. okay. Yeah. And what they did is they started giving... Uh, lowering the finances, wanting everybody to come in and refinance their home. Let's, uh, cancel out the old contract for a new contract, okay? Let's, uh, you know, do signing drives on cars. You don't even have to put no money down. Just sign on that line and get into a new contract. Uh, applications for credit cards used to flood the mails. And the reason why that is, is they wanted everybody to contract into this new corporation, and put themselves into debt and kickstart something new which right, that this actually, was after 9-11, this when was all this right stuff after and they started flooding yes. the
0: money market with money and the stock market started doing good in the early 90s. Yes, I
2: think. and it got bankrupted when China found out that the people weren't really backing any of the bonds that were being sold. <laughs> well, actually it bankrupted around uh, 2005. It didn't last very long, this new company. Uh, with the war uh, warfare, uh, you know, president and whatnot. But nevertheless, it was just furthering uh, and, and trying to prolong on a permanent basis uh, the system that had previously existed, where in America was in servitude to the British crown, but now basically to the international bankers or, as they say, the Rothschilds, okay, or the... Illuminati, whatever you want to refer them to as. Yeah. But basically, uh, they were working on what's understood to be at least a 20-year t- a operation to permanently lock us into that uh, that type of system and not revert back to a republic.
0: Are you kind of referring to what... Maybe X22 would call the 16 year plan with Obama yes, and Hillary.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, it was obviously going on, you know, uh, a lot longer. I mean, think about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, the plan that they had had to start back it, it, with Bill and before Bill with well, George Well, when they took Sr. out Kennedy. Well, basically yeah, over the I mean, Reagan years because, yeah. look, to put together, uh, you know, something like the Patriot Act, you know, that's. Let me let me put this to you this way, so you have an understanding. Uh, the Constitution, even though you know we see it is handwritten and it might have been one page, basically when printed out or when you print it out, it's probably about like nineteen pages. You know, uh, <clears throat> off the internet, whatnot. Well, they took a document like that and we created the U.S. Code from that, and we s- expanded that nineteen pages to around eighty thousand pages. Okay. Which don't say very much more than the original 19 pages. You know, just got a lot of filler in there and regurgitation. And so basically, you know, to create a, a new set of rules like that. New set of rules like that. It uh, takes a long time. You know, put together this type of stuff overnight. And it takes a lot of people. So they've been working at this for may, at least 20 years before it went into effect. They knew the time was running out. And the system was going to revert back to a Republican form from a democracy, and that was what uh, Clinton's uh, impeachment was about. Because <clears throat> you got to remember this: there is no impeachment under a democracy; it's a censuring. That's what happened with Bill; he was being censured, and they used it as a public a public, uh, a public uh, vote. Okay. You know, well, if we impeach him, then uh, basically we go back to a republic. If we don't impeach him, we voluntarily stay as a democracy under international control. And that's what occurred. Mm. So immediately, uh, the Nassar Act, which also was put together many years, was to crush the debt and, and to try to revert the democracy back to a republican form.
0: Well, I find it interesting that now you hear like the IMF, uh, they're talking about forgiving a lot of countries' debts. They're talking about, uh, I don't know if our treasury's talking about forgiving loans in this country, uh, forgiving mortgages and
2: all sorts of stuff. They have. And, well, you got to understand, uh, there was a uh, a document that floated around uh, uh, for a number of years called the Report from Iron Mountain and uh that when that come out <clears throat> basically this was uh, uh a group of very intelligent people gathered from all over the world okay or all walks, uh you walks know of walks of life yeah basically all walks of life uh to deal with uh geniuses basically in science literature everything okay and they were all put together in a top-secret bunker, so to speak, and, you know, given— And forced to play Monopoly. Basically. Well, <laughs> yeah. well yeah, but basically yeah. they were given all the information of what was going on, okay, yeah. and with uh, to come up with a report on what would it take to revert back to a Republican form of government. And basically, well, I imagine the people that were funding the whole thing and running the whole thing, you know, ultimately, you know, had, you know, say of what was going on. The report come back and said it was impractical from the standpoint of, of the people who had been successful in, in, in basically running the strings in this country or in the United States. It
0: was impractical to go back to a, a Republican form of government? Or yes, a they government.
2: would lose control and a lot of things that they worked so hard to build, you see, so it wasn't beneficial for the Rockefellers, uh, the Rothschilds, you know, uh, your FDRs or any of them guys, you know, and people in that manner of thinking that were basically greed business, you know, uh, multi-production you know military keep people occupied and working all the time making uh, basically disposable things and not making enough money to just live comfortably so constantly repeating the same circuit over and over buying stuff throwing it out working harder and harder to only afford less and less as time goes on run us into the ground and uh, all for who so a few people can live luxurious lives, you know, out of the many, you know, only if you know a handful out of every couple million or whatever, you know. But that's basically what it's turned out to be as plantation as the way the corporations are used. We, we at one time I'll agree there might have been a purpose and a need, uh, you know, for the corporations, but basically uh, how they were used is what was bad about it. And that's what's wrong with the system. Now, what Trump is doing is he's basically, it it appears, okay, that he's picked up the ball, okay, from where Kennedy dropped it. Kennedy, for one reason or another, wanted to try to take this back to a republic. He canceled, okay, or wouldn't renew the charter for the Federal Reserve Central Bank, okay, to operate business. He was uh, basically uh, minting uh, silver coin and silver certificates were being printed to be the new currency, okay, uh, because we still had silver at that time. Uh, you know, Dave constantly says an uh, extra 22 report and, and, you know, probably for just to make things simple for people to understand that the gold standard, we went off to gold standard in the early 70s. No, we went off the gold standard in 1933, uh, but we still had silver. Silver was taken. Uh, we went off silver, I think 71 or something around that nature. Mm-hmm. I have to double check to be sure on the actual time that happened, but it was silver that we come off of. And so uh, <clears throat> they took Kennedy out for that, and the fact that he was going to remove uh, the CIA from the United States. OK, which is basically really ran by the the Vatican and uh, and try to return us back to a republic form, of government. And uh, so, uh, no, CIA took him out. I was listening to the presidencies ever since
0: I was listening to one. I don't know if it was X-22 or the spotlight or one of his shows or it could have been somebody else's show. And he was interviewing somebody and, he, and they talked about the difference between Kennedy and Trump and they said the two main differences is that Kennedy never pointed the finger at who his enemies were no or if he did he didn't do it he, he didn't do it directly like Trump is calling out his enemies he, you know what i mean he, and then secondly so that way if something happened to Kennedy nobody really could point the finger at who killed him and then secondly, um, he didn't have the backing of the military like Trump has right now. Or at least that's what we're told. But then we can see when he first got into office, there's a picture of him with his cabinet. Or maybe, I don't know if it was his cabinet, but maybe the top brass or whatever or yes. whoever. and he's They're all military. I believe yeah. when he started his cabinet, over half of the people or like over a third of the people in his cabinet were military people.
2: Well, you got to understand uh, it was always based on military since the constitutional days. The constitutional uses words, uh, military <laughs> words and lingo right from the inception. But, uh, yeah, well, what's happened here is, like I said, when they took out Kennedy, okay, basically the CIA took position with Johnson. Okay, and every president since Johnson has been a CIA agent. Okay. Yes,
0: I would have to kind of agree. Yes,
2: and so yeah. what you have now is a non-CIA agent. In '33, <laughs> they seen what was how they reverted this thing, and they brought it into a position where it can be ran like this permanently. Okay, this system, and it was, you know they were scared to take the final steps in '33, uh, but they did it okay and they made the complete change and which we became basically communists okay the state owns all and you just have possession thereof and if you ain't acting right we take it away and punish you for being a bad little so all these you know, people that surf. are
0: screaming they want socialism they're kind of living we are living in a socialist state you don't have Pos- true possession of property, a no, of title a democr- to anything. Everything's uh, registered
2: out. Democracy and communism are basically the same thing, just packaged differently. Right. Okay, yeah. there's no real difference there. I mean, nothing, nothing that you really want to talk about. I mean, that's of any importance uh, other than the name. It's just how we label things and how it's it, it's carried out, so to speak, because it makes the appearance that many have a voice or a choice in a situation, when in fact, you know, only a handful of people actually decide which way the thing goes. Okay, this is why, uh, you know, it was easy to take out Kennedy and make a hostile takeover. Of the situation, the CIA did, uh, under the guy, national, international bankers, okay. But let's face to it. To bring it into right. a permanent servitude. Right. So now, okay,
0: you got Trump. And if anything were to happen to Trump right now, especially before the election, it, it would be, we would be in total chaos. And I would bet that some people want that.
2: Well, definitely. And yeah. Most definitely they would want that, you know, because... See, you got to understand, he poses the ultimate threat, okay, to what they've worked towards. Decades. Since they, hundreds since of Kennedy, years. Yeah, yeah. Since Kennedy. Decades. He's foiling but, decades of their work. But this movement here is, this specific movement, this hostile takeover, basically, uh, you know, with the CIA after they assassinated, they assassinated Kennedy, okay. Uh, was to bring the situation uh, in the American people into a permanent servitude, okay, and uh, what's happened here is, well, you know, as they've taken it so far and gotten away with it so many years, they got hapless and careless, here you got a rich guy, okay, who has brains, you know, uh, some intestinal fortitude, so to speak, as well. I'm not scared, okay. Uh, speaking logically, in interviews going back in the, in the 80s, I mean, in right. making sense. Right, with Oprah, sense. he was saying the same stuff, yeah. Yeah, you know, very business-minded, understands how to run a corporation, how it should be ran, you know. He knows the ups and downs. He's been through bankruptcy. You know what I'm saying? Divorce and all this. Okay, he understands uh, both the public and the private operations and the finances. Okay, and so out of all people that actually run for presidency, this is the only guy that actually has any qualifications to handle, to handle this situation. To handle yeah. a, a, to bring a, a dying, dead corporation back up and running it online whether it be a democracy or a republic, okay? And so the guy understands that we're basically in a democracy, we're just encroaching on people's private lives, okay, and using that for our own personal gain. And so, uh, like I said, these knuckleheads got laxed. You know, and didn't think
0: Trump would win.
2: Didn't think there was a hope in hell to unravel what they have worked so hard for. Nobody could do it at this point because the the system that they put together was so interweaved. They had checkpoints on everything. Nobody could make any. You know, you come out with a new item that might destroy the business of uh, four or five different conglomerates, okay, but make everybody's life a lot better. That product ain't coming out, let Hydra- me tell you. Hydroxychloroquine, yeah. you're suggesting that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so, or any kind of thing, any yeah. any invention uh, that would actually benefit the people. Corporations are geared in total purpose from to take from people. That's how they get bigger. You take the take to take and that's how you grow a corporation okay <clears throat> a corporation by itself' is nothing but a piece of paper it don't do a damn thing okay remember, uh, remember
0: how Jack would always um, take these uh, specifically like zombie movies mm-hmm. and metaphorically show them how it's the dead things in our system that are causing all the problems. For the living
2: people. Well, oh, yeah, well, and see, this is this is what's happened, you know, under uh, under Bush Jr. and uh, the Patriot Act, and then uh, uh, Obama there, as called by some. <laughs> uh, what's happened is uh, they expected these military generals and admirals to actually run operate more operations against people taking it even further to the point of uh you know uh, maybe martial law which what people don't understand is we've been under some form of martial law ever since the 1860s This state of emergency right and this is why you got the lieberman code that lays out the rules of operation when uh, people are uh, basically uh conquered Conquered and uh, ran by people. a, a right. foreign military uh right. It's the rules uh, of engagement
0: for conquered people.
2: Yes. So, these generals and admirals, you know, uh, started a movement called uh, America First. And they chose, a uh, figure it had to be Mr. Trump. Do you and really why think that's not? true? I think there's a lot to it. Uh, I think there's a lot to it. I, I can't. Who knows? Okay, but I I will say this. All right, in order to do what he's done, you'd need a military. Yeah. You have, listen, you have a totally rigged election, okay, that can never be fouled up all of a sudden. You know, that's why they laughed. You know, even though they threw everything at Trump and it failed, they ultimately were laughing at him all the way to the end. Because. They said, well, fuck it. It doesn't matter if he runs or not. It doesn't we're matter what he gets out and here and yeah. says. Yeah. At the end of the day, we're going to be the winner, so fuck him, you know, is more or less what they were thinking. And, well, he had a little military and a lot of people backing who – and it wasn't about just money and, and the other thing. You got a guy coming in here that you can't buy off. He can buy you off, for crying out loud. So, I mean – That's something you don't want. That's what, Hillary, you can't... We can't have a loose cannon come in here, you know, and just like uh, Pelosi. Well, we can't have uh, somebody who hasn't been vetted in the political realm in office here. What I get enjoyment
0: from is the fact that he's rarely ever taken any advice from the intelligence agencies, which have been running everything, and everybody says, well, he's stupid to not take advice from those people. Well, he's getting military intelligence. That's Mm. how he survived this whole time is through his own military intelligence. intelligence. That's right. If he was relying on the Secret Service, we'd be in another war. You know, if we were if he was relying on the NSA,
2: we'd you know it's all right to have six to seven different advisory panels giving you advice, okay, about what they think this and that. Yeah. But you're not obligated to accept any advice from any of them. Okay, you can come up with your own theory of what you want to do by taking pieces of what this one's saying, pieces of what that one's saying, and pieces yeah. of what that one's saying, and you probably end up doing a lot better. And he's probably doing such things, you know. what yeah. I'm saying he's probably taking in information from a lot of places. Trust me, this has been worked on as well for a long time. Not you know, to draw we, a parallel when we talk but about Jack
0: Smith. Did the same thing. Well, that's right. Yeah, well, this is Jack Smith Monday Night. Well, remember <laughs> this.
2: When, it, when we talk about legal research, it's just that, research. Ain't nobody discovering or creating anything new. It's stuff that's already been done before yeah when we talk about medical research and, and this and that we're not talking about creating anything new we're just talking about let's regurgitate something that's already been done yeah you see and this is really what what studying and under you have to do to understand where this thing was how we got where we're at and why it needed to be changed and so what we had is is what a lot of folks are still pushing out here is uh Uh, Well, basically, Agenda 21, which really started, uh, you know, sometime around the 70s, okay, got adopted in, you know, some 20-some years later, and, uh, well, Nassera started uh, uh, probably in the 70s, too, you know, and uh, was supposedly signed in by Bill Clinton, I haven't verified that yet, but. Well, well, Wikipedia see.
0: would would say the whole thing is a
2: big conspiracy. Well, Wikipedia says all kinds of yeah. things, you know, and right. not necessarily true, uh, you know, and always subject to change. <laughs> apparently, yeah. But uh, <clears throat> nevertheless, uh, it's basically a, a plan how to revert back to a republic. Okay, we know Kennedy wanted to do that, so it was probably uh, inspired and funded by them same people that we're working with Kennedy. Okay. Uh, and slowly gaining ground, but even if it was signed in, you know, the new the basically overran system with this criminal uh, enterprise that they got going on is not going to Oh, okay. Well, let's follow that. No, I said we're just ignore that and we're just going to carry on. Well, uh, all of a sudden now, you got a couple presidents firing all these admirals and generals because they don't want to basically decapitate U.S. citizens and this and that for no damn good reason. Okay, so they start getting together and talking with all the people they know. And next thing you know, you might have them running into a lot of redemption people. Okay, right. in that field, hipping them up about you know right. more to constitutional sure. laws and they right. probably recruited some some masterminds in that manner. Look
0: at all the information that is available on YouTube today compared oh, to
2: 15 20 years y- ago. YouTube, the internet in general. I, I mean know. just it's a staggering it, it, and, and it's
0: now it's, everybody seems to be not everybody but there's a lot more people that talk about the topics that we that we're versed in now. It's much more public oh, yeah. than I I've ever seen it. Well, and that gives me some hope.
2: Yeah, that does, and there's certain things that are depressing. I mean, certain people are into the, you know, the whole Illuminati thing. Well, you know, when I started studying law, I kind of, you know, I learned about them, but that's not the purpose. The purpose is not to let's, you know, idolize or, you know, be scared of what certain people are doing. How, more importantly, how is it that they do what they do? How do they get away? How do they manage the money? What rules are they operating under? And, and what am <clears throat> I doing unwittingly
0: yeah, that, that allows
2: them to do it? Yeah. How am I over here voluntarily giving up everything that I got? Right. And whatever I ever have, you know, why they live high the hog on all the fruits of my labor. Okay. Well, there's... <laughs> That's a long story, and that starts with the, basically the beginning of the, the way we formed this uh, corporation on this continent, And uh, but nevertheless, uh, when you look at what's going on, it appears that that's basically who who'd recruited Trump, another sound mind, okay, you know, that spoke logically, business-wise, and politically uh, about the U.S., and it's foreign dealings and everything else you know for many years uh, on just national tv you know uh and a good candidate because well basically obviously he's rubbed elbows with all these people he's seen how who's sick and who's not sick out of these groups okay you know uh because uh, you got good people and rotten people all over the place you know it's not oh these are all bad and these are all good it just don't work that way but uh, so now we, we have them come in office. Now, under Obama, okay, we had uh, some 6,000 executive orders or so signed in. More so than the whole history uh, of executive orders going back to Lincoln combined, okay, which was quite tyrannical with the Obamacare or the affirmative health care, which was really just another... Patriot Act, or another constitution, so to speak, another rule of how we were going to operate, thank God it never went fully into effect. Otherwise, we would be seeing concentration camps, uh, mass pandemics, wars, and and many other tragedies right now, and we'd be in a really bad shape. And so, uh, okay, so basically what's occurred is this. Trump come in, He's basically shut down most of what the globalists uh, elite have had planned and going on, and has been taking all the steps to recreate a new economy and a new structure based off the Constitution, a what one of my buddies would refer to a hybrid republic. Okay, giving the power and control back to the people, not the so-called government a corporation. Mm.
0: You know we've gone over an hour so far, and um, I'd like to say that you know our goal here is to kind of continue in the path of Jack. Once Jack passed, uh, I think everybody realized a great treasure was gone, and in a way, it, it, I I feel the same. I definitely feel that, I, I, and I'm I'm assuming I'm I'm sh- I'm sharing that that feeling with everybody, um, and it's it's tough because I was so in the habit of coming home and seeing that Monday night and just downloading it and listening to it at my leisure and I felt confident that I was keeping up with the latest greatest legal technologies but also you know the way that Jack kept up with world affairs and that's my hope is that we can maybe continue in Jack's footsteps and so what I'm basically saying to the virtual audience is, is if anybody gets this, because this is mine and Brian's first attempt. And if they like it, um, and if they have any questions, I was thinking they could email me at thewaterguy216 at gmail.com. That's thewaterguy216 at gmail, or as Jack would say, point com. <laughs> But uh, if you have, like, something you'd like us to talk about, some topics that me and Brian could go over, or, like, legal procedures that you didn't finish up, we'd like to kind of start getting into those things as well. Correct, Brian? Yeah. Am I kind of speaking the same idea that you have here, or would you like to share something else with the virtual audience?
2: (laughs) Well, what I'll say about Jack's class was very interesting in what he tried to point out. He tried to point out with his movies, okay, it's not the the plot of the story or, or the characters so much as it was the acts and actions of the characters. What they were doing, how they were doing it, why they were doing it, okay? And by learning to recognize that, okay, you can learn to recognize what's going on in the courtroom and a lot of certain procedures and and techniques that uh, the legal financial system has utilized for many years to manipulate people. Mm And so when you come to an understanding of what it looks like when it's going on, you know, so that that was the main point of what he was really bringing out and what the, the movies are showing us is how these procedures and, and how we get caught up in these situations. And uh, I like that very much. A lot of people didn't. Uh, um, not so much up and up on movies like Mr. Smith there uh i have done that with a lot of music uh i even used to speak in you know, front of the class there uh, in the beginning and sometimes i think i don't know if caleb removed them or not uh, You know. <laughs> yeah
0: well you know i vicious
2: it's that hard to say yeah caleb
0: there you gotta look out for him you know yeah, but he's up uh no good
2: you know that's right uh <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna get us
0: for this if he hears
2: it <laughs> you know that <laughs> but uh well you know, but yeah, uh I mean, you know, I I learned a lot from that, okay. No. And uh that you know, Jack has been very, very helpful in many ways to many people. Uh we'd like to keep a lot of that going on. I, I don't know if I'd be doing the movies quite as jack because he was really that was well the movies have
0: gotten destroyed anyways because this whole covid thing well yeah they're all done videos from netflix now hollywood's kind of exploded and going
2: down their their uh uh trafficking rings and all this and it's just terrible well
0: before we close we talked about this and me and you have a bunch of them and i'm sure a lot of the virtual audience members have a bunch of them too but just to close do you have an interesting like two three minute story about jack that uh brings back uh, a tickle in your heart
2: (laughs) (laughs) actually Uh,
0: there's so many of them
2: yeah there's quite a few i mean uh i remember one time uh uh, a buddy of mine took a friend of his up to Jack's class.
0: Yes, I know which and, buddy of yours it was, it was a too. beautiful
2: thing because it, it, it reminded me of the first time I went to Jack's class with a friend of mine, and he kept nudging me. Oh, get up on the mic, you know, Asking and ask question. this question and yeah. ask him that question. And, I, I you know, I, after a few years of listening to the tape, you know, listening to all these tapes over a span of years, I'd notice people would get on the mic quickly ask their question and run back to their seats, you know, and half the time they would just speak from their seats, and, well, Caleb would give them a thrashing yeah, get over on that, the mic, you know, but uh, but nevertheless, uh, they'd get up there and try to run back to their seats, and, and Jack would, you know, drag them back up to the mic, and, and, you know, and, well, expound upon that, you know, which was which was cool, but yeah. a lot of people would get really nervous and scared of that. And so, when I was being nudged up there the first time, I looked at my dude. I said, "No way," I said, "I'm not getting tore up up there." You know, I, I'm just, I'm new. <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, my one buddy takes his buddy up there, and J- and he was wanting to understand something about uh I don't know if it was his mother's. Uh, mortgage is something to do with their mortgage or something of that nature. And well,
0: that particular individual that was brought to that class by the particular individual who you're friends with, mm-hmm. who I know very well, mm-hmm. that individual that was brought to the class, it's almost like he, if I could say so, he kind of had his own little thing. Like he, he wanted to talk about what he wanted to talk about. Uh-huh. And that's one thing Jack wouldn't take because this was Jack's class. This was Jack's yeah. platform, and if you come in there and you try to get him off topic or whatever, or get him onto something he didn't want to talk about, or get involved in your business, you know he would kind of let you know. And oh, I think yeah. I know who you're talking about. And and my buddy, oh, I, I let the cat out of the bag. I brought the individual. Is it is it you who I'm, who I'm talking who you're talking yes, about? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And he kept getting on the mic. And what did Jack say to
1: him? <laughs> <Brian>.
2: <laughs> well, as Jack was trying to explain a procedure that was totally foreign to this gentleman, because well, he never even been to one of these classes, and he before. only had a
0: public understanding of and the way he, things yeah, run. Yeah, a
2: very conventional public understanding of how things operated. And when Jack was trying to explain something that was totally foreign and unconventional to him, he, he couldn't wrap his mind. It made no sense to him. Yeah. So he kept carrying on, and Jack was just trying to really nicely usher him off yeah, the mic, because right. it was obvious the guy never even you know knew nothing of, of law or redemption and that nature. And so the guy was just reluctant to get off the mic, and Jack told him outright, look, right. I'm sorry, but you're ignorant, and you just don't understand. You're ignorant, and you don't you understand. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was hilarious, because Jack it's very difficult to get Jack to come unglued, okay, Jack was a really, a sweetheart, okay, and he would try to do things as nicely and as, as very domestically, you know, uh, diplomatically as possible, in other words, he wouldn't go to violence or yelling or, or cussing yow. out, I had another friend that one time had, uh, uh, come to the class and on his way up to the mic he's like jack i challenge you and i said to myself oh no why would you do such things well that's when we were
0: getting a lot into role play yes you have to give the yeah we were acting as if like you were in front of the judge and our friend thought he could stump jack
2: yeah and, (laughs) and jack just smoothly and ever so gently basically beat him up you know i mean not you know it wasn't nasty to him or anything of that nature just you know just totally caught my dude totally uh, unprepared as he was that's the reason why i said oh no when he went up there i challenge you i mean why would you do such a thing like that you know i mean jack was very uh very versed uh well versed uh, you know uh, in negotiation and it showed and uh well, my buddy got pissed off and stormed out of there, you know, and it was kind of funny, uh, but like I say, because that was a rare occasion, Jack would try to help you understand as much as possible, and that's that's where he'd also get cut down by a lot of people because he was long-winded, you know, uh, you can give somebody their answer to them in just a, a couple short sentences generally of what they need to do, but... Uh, just giving them their answer without uh, supporting information. It leaves them kind of swinging in the breeze there. So he would try to give people all the information on that particular thing to use as a research thing, but a lot of people would get overwhelmed, forget half of what was said, forget the gist of what was said, and be more confused than they were in the first place. And trust me, when you're... Dealing with things uh, that are as big as this game of Monopoly, uh, it takes a lot of time, a lot of patience, a lot of reading and studying. It uh, turns into a full-time job, actually, for at least a period in your life, you know, uh, And uh, until you basically uh, sit down and start to think and process and for yourself what's going on, not just going by somebody's words. That was the beautiful thing about Jack. Every week he was bringing up a lot of pertinent things, okay, and not really telling you what to think about it or how to think about it. It was more to bring it up as, okay, well, you know, I'm going through this problem here. You know, he's just talked about that. Let me research that. That might be an answer or it might be useful to me in some way. And if you followed up like that, you know, because my, I always thought, well, okay, he learned it from somewhere. Where'd he learn this information? And go there and read the same things, and eventually it will burn in your mind, you know. Yeah, we got uh, sn- snoring Olivia's going on in the really back Olivia's really
0: snoring, man. Well, with that, we are going to sign off. Uh We've done an an hour and 20 minutes. And uh, we uh, just want to say thanks to anybody out there who's listening, I suppose. Yes. And uh, we'll try to keep doing more of this in the future and keep you uh, abreast of it. And uh, with that, we shall sign off. Peace. Peace out. Bye.
1: Thank you for tuning into this week's edition of today's Boondoggle. Domain Cleveland Entertainment is a veteran owned and operated entertainment cornucopia of nonsensical shenanigans. You can find interesting interviews, music news, entertainment information, and just about everything else in between. Thank you again for tuning into the show here at Domain Cleveland.